people who gather shellfish around the world typically leave behind an artifact that can be extremely illuminating to the archaeologist, a shell mitten. One such mitten was discovered on Bass Point, a peninsula that juts about two miles out into the Pacific Ocean from a spot 60 miles south of Sydney. About the size of an American football field, the mitten lay on a gentle slope surrounded by rocky shores. In 1969-1973, rather 70, a young archaeologist, Sandra Bowdler, excavated a plot sum of four square yards, the various layers she uncovered coupled to ethnographic information told an interesting tale of aboriginal fishing econ economics and foraging gender. The top 40 centimeters consisted of dense shell detritus, a midden after all is a household garbage dump that Bowler could distinguish into two levels, the upper midden and the lower midden. Beneath this was a 15 centimeter thick layer of gray sand and below that a 60 meter layer of white sand that rested on rock. The white sand layer contained no organic remains except some charcoal along with a few stone points. In the gray sand she found some stone artifacts and also some badly deteriorated shell and bone pieces. The white sand at the bottom was determined to be about 17,000 years old and where the white sand gave way to the gray sand was dated at about 3,000 years ago. It is the upper two levels where a particular story became readable. Some 3,000 years ago, people living in this place had begun in earnest to catch fish and collect shellfish. Bone points were discovered that matched closely to the kind of barbed bone points that are fixed to the prongs of the multi-pronged aboriginal spear used for fishing. Indeed, the weapon resembles a harpoon and virtually everywhere in Australia, it is the exclusive tool of men. Where the lower midden gave way to the upper midden dated to about 600 years ago, significant change came to the people of Base Point. In the first place, the upper midden had plenty of bone points for spears, but also plenty of shell hooks. A whole new means of fishing by line had been introduced and had become common. Throughout Australia, line fishing is still the province of women. The remains of fish continued to 
to point to snappers as a main component. The snapper is a fish easily caught by either spearing or line fishing. But with the advent of fish hooks, rock cod, a fish best caught by line fishing, begins to disappear rather begins to appear in considerable quantity. Differences in the proportion and species of shellfish also changed at the 600-year mark. In the lower midden, large shellfish like tritons, which live at the outer edge of the tidal zone, were, were rife. But in the upper midden, there was a shift to the familiar blue-black mussel shells a creature that lives farther up on the shore, where the tide covers them only for a shorter period with each tide. The larger shellfish, of course, provide a gatherer with more bang for the buck in terms of foraging efficiency than the much smaller mussels. Was it just a coincidence that once line fishing was introduced, the shellfish gatherers switched to the less efficiently gathered mussels. Had they overcollected the larger shellfish? Or could there have been some behavioral change out in base point, rather bass point? Some new tactic in what is sometimes thought of as the battle of the sexes, but might be better be called the battle of the genders? Dr. Bowdler came up with an ingenious, though she admitted speculative, explanation of these few facts. In the first place, she said, before the fish hooks show up some 600 years ago, all of the fishing was done by men, and there no doubt closely held multi-pronged spears, while women doubtless spent a good deal of their time gathering shellfish and this was probably done in a thorough and systematic fashion with due regard to the schedules imposed by the tides. In other words, they needed to go shellfishing at low tide to get the big succulent gastropods in the deeper waters. Then the shellfish hook comes along 600 years ago and unlike the spear, it was probably not sacrosanct to the men who may have been sleeping, as they say, when this new, small, and seemingly insignificant technology came along, more than likely invented by women looking to get some scale fish into their diet. No one will probably ever know the fact that much of the the fish detritus in the later level is from the same species as before, like snapper but smaller, tends to confirm that line fishing was prevalent since shell hooks, hooks would not be good for catching larger fish. The women still deprived of scale fish, though presumably less so, to feed themselves and their children continue to gather shellfish as well, 
but perhaps they had less control over when they are free to do this collecting. She was spending much of the day line fishing and it may have been difficult to match up their hours that were, were free for collecting to the tides. As Baudler writes, time and tide wait for no woman. Unquote. So they abandoned the systematic and regular gathering of the big juicy gastropods except when they when their free hours and low tide matched and instead went for the easily guaranteed Is it fair to twine ethnographic reports and details with archaeological sites that are up to 3,000 years old? We have raised that question several times in discussing artifacts and behaviors that are far older than that.